0: That you're here today. Do you want to know why? Because I don't want you to stand before Jesus that day and Him tell you, Away oh, from me, I never knew you, because you were ignorant of His way. He's teaching us, He told us, He's waiting for us to be ready. He said He's long suffering as He waits. This is Vision Eternity Ministries, and my name is Lee Klein, and I have the privilege of telling you the truth today that we are not ready for Jesus. We're not doing his whole law. Remember Matthew 21, Matthew 7, 21 through 23? He said, not everyone who calls him Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of my Father. Are you doing his will? Are you sure? Have you checked with him? Because he said then, many are going to say, but Lord, We did this in your name. We did that in your name. And he's going to say, I wasn't acquainted with you. Make sure you're acquainted with him. Make sure he is correcting you. Revelation 3.19, he corrects those he loves. Let's acknowledge him, Jesus. We thank you and praise you for being here, for teaching us, for revealing the truth to us. You're so faithful. You said you would tell us things to come and you're telling us we're not ready and how to be ready. Time after time, day after day, you're so faithful. And we just adore you and love you, appreciate you for that. And we're just ready to receive from you again today. Whatever you have, Lord, we just want to know it. We love you. We praise you. We give you all the glory. Today, he wants you to know that receiving from him is part of, part of um, doing what he said, part of obeying him. Because if you're not receiving from him, that means you're not obeying him. And if we're not representing him well, we're, we're not witnesses and we're not preparing the way for him. And so I have this exciting message for you today. You know how the world, they just got to figure things out um, their way. You know, they make things happen because they don't know Jesus. But when we know Jesus, we aren't to make it happen. We're to have faith that he will make it happen. It's impossible to please him without faith. And that's because if you're not trusting him, then he can't do anything. If you're in fear, he can't do anything. Because fear is the opposite of faith. And so if you're worried about it, you're really rejecting him. And so... I want to encourage you with some words that he encouraged me with today. You know, sometimes we get weary in well-doing. And so we need a word. We need to hear Jesus. I need to hear Jesus, at least. And I had been talking to him and saying, Lord, I've been doing what you said, and I can't see anything, which is not faith. But, you know, I needed to hear him. I needed to hear him tell me. So um, he actually said just this morning, he said, I have a more than you can ask or think plan. Actually, at first he said, I have a plan because I was asking him about something. I'm like, okay, I know you got a plan. And then he said, a more than you can ask or think plan. Now think about that. Well, first I'll read it to you in the Amplified Classic Bible. I'm going to actually read. Um, well, for now, I'll just read verse 20. Now, to him who, by in consequence of the action of his power that is at work within us, is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly, far and above all that we dare ask or think, infinitely beyond our highest prayers, dreams, thoughts, hopes, and dreams. So, what are you saying? As what he magnified to me today. You can't think of it more than you can dare ask or think. So if you're asking him for this little thing, he's going to give you this great, big, awesome thing. More than you can ask or think. You know, here we are worrying about little things and he's thinking, oh, that's that's not enough. I remember when I was seeking him when my son was born and I didn't see his healing happening. And he said, you're going to see that when you change your life to live it my way, you're going to see that. And I want more for you than just this one prayer answered. So as you move from your kingdom to mine, the world's way of doing and and love my way of doing, then I'm going to do more for you than just that. Then everything that you ask for, I'm going to do it because you're representing me. That's what he said in John. He said, if you love me, you'll obey me and I'll manifest myself to you. He said... If you do what I'm asking you to do, I'm going to give you anything you ask for as representing me, as representing the Father. And so when we're living in his kingdom, doing things his way, then he's going to give us more than we can ask or think, more than you even thought of to ask for, because his ways are higher than our ways, and he loves you more than anyone, and so he wants to give you the best and beyond, super abundantly, more than you can ask or think. And we know Jeremiah 29, 11, he put those two things together. I know the thoughts and the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Thoughts and plans for well, uh, welfare and peace and not for evil, to give you a hope in your final outcome. He knows the plan. He's not hesitating. He's not holding back. Do you trust him? Are you doing what he said to do? You know, we got to give him something to work with. We can't live in the world. We talked about that yesterday, I believe, or the day before. You know, what's in your heart is going to come out of your mouth. If you are living in the Spirit, then that word, your fellowship, your relationship with Jesus is what's going to flow out of your mouth. The fullness of your heart, what you're thinking about, what you meditate on, what you're believing is going to come out of your mouth. I'm just remembering a long time ago when I I got sick and I took my son's healing scriptures to bed. And At the time, my husband said, do you really think that's going to help you? And I thought, I guess I do, because this is what I'm doing. Out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth speaks. What's in your heart is what you're thinking about, what your intentions are. And that's what you're going to do. That's how you're going to act. And that's how you're going to talk. So... Galatians six. Don't be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. That's what I'm talking about. You got to give him something to work with. If you're not sowing, how are you going to get? That's how His kingdom operates. For he that sows to his flesh shall of his flesh reap corruption. But he that sows to the Spirit shall the Spirit reap every everlasting life. And so don't get weary in well doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. So, if you're sowing to the Spirit, if you're living your life in agreement with God, if you're doing all the commands Jesus told you to do, then don't faint. It's going to come out. It's all going to come out in the wash, so to say. It's going to happen. Don't get weary in well-doing, because when you plant that seed, it's going to take a while for it to grow and to sprout. And then we're going to receive 30, 60, what did Jesus say? A hundredfold return. As we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. Our sowing is in doing good, apparently, right? Doing for others. So much of the time, you know, we're just all about ourselves, And then we're wondering why nothing is happening. And we talked about that. God provides seed for the sower. That means you don't have to depend on the world system, on their way of doing, on what they say is good and right, how they say to prosper and get well. You don't have to depend on theories and reasonings that exalt against above the true knowledge of God. You take the knowledge of God, and you put it in your pocket, so to say. Put it in your heart and live on it. You know, it's one thing to know the word, which I think we have that here. It's one thing to know the word, but it's another thing to live it and experience it. Ephesians 3.19 That you may really come to know practically through experience yourselves the love of Christ which far surpasses mere knowledge without experience, that you may be filled through your being unto the fullness of God you may have the richest measure of the divine presence and become a body wholly filled and flooded with God himself. It's your experience with him. It's that relationship that you have with him. Verse 20, to him whom by a consequence of action of his power, and at that is at work in us, he's able to carry out his purpose for your life to do super abundantly far and beyond all we can ask or think. That reminds me of um, Ephesians 2.10. I'm going to look that up quickly. Ephesians 2.10 says, We are God's own handiwork. His workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus. That's how we get rid of the spots and the wrinkles. We're recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew that we may do good works with which God predestined, planned beforehand for us taking paths which he prepared ahead of time that we should walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made made ready for us to live. He prearranged a good life for you. He put a gift on the inside of you. That's, what you. that's how you sow as well. Whatever gift you have, you're giving that. I'm giving you the gift that I have right now. I'm teaching you the word. I'm telling you the things God tells me to tell you. We have many gifts, and when you give them, you're sowing seed. Don't get weary in well-doing, he said. When you're sowing, right? He always tells me, you take care of my stuff, I'll take care of your stuff. You know, as as we're learning um, and and so often when things seem not to be happening for a very long time, we need to be reminded, you know, and, and it feels so awesome to hear him encourage us. I felt so encouraged this morning. He said, I have a plan. And it's a more than you can ask or think plan. I didn't have to look up the scriptures. I know them. I knew what he was saying. He said, and I want you to share that message today. He wants you to know that. He has a more than you can ask or think plan for you. You haven't even thought of it. It's so good. You can't think of it because his way is higher than our way. But the other thing he wanted me to make fully clear is that that promise is not for someone who's not sowing. You have to sow in order for that plant to be planted and come up. You have to sow. He who gives sparingly is going to reap sparingly. If you give a lot, you're going to get a lot. Let me look that up for you as well. Is that right here actually? Second Corinthians nine six. Remember this. He who sows sparingly and grudgingly will also reap sparingly and grudgingly. And he who sows generous, generously that blessings may come to someone will also reap generously and with blessings. Isn't that cool? That's how his kingdom operates. And love. Loving is giving. given will be given unto you. Pressed out, shaken together, and running over. And so if you're living in his kingdom, He's not going to answer that one tiny little prayer that you're praying. What he's going to do is teach you how to move out of your kingdom, kingdom into his kingdom, where he can give you the more than you can ask or think. Life. He has a good plan. He's going to recreate you and his likeness, put you on that path that leads to the good life. From here, the good life here, to eternal life. Remember, Jesus said, whatever you give for the sake of the gospel, in this lifetime, you're going to receive a hundredfold back. So whatever he's asking you to give, that's your faith action. That's your faith action. Whatever he's asking you to give, and you give it, you're sowing seed accordance to the plan that he has for you. Don't, don't just throw it out there don't feed your pearls to the pigs don't don't just like not intentionally you have to have a plan let each one give it as he has made up in his own mind and purposed in his heart not reluctantly or sorrowfully or under compulsion to have a plan God loves takes pleasure in prizes above other things and is willing to abandon or do without a cheerful joyous Prompt to do giver whose heart is in his giving. His kingdom is about giving. And so when you give and you give in according to the pl- accordance to the plan he has for you, you give where he tells you to give, then that seed that you planted is going to come up. So if you never heard this kind of message before, and you know, y- you said a prayer once, maybe. And you're expecting God to do something for you and it's not happening. And maybe you turned away because of that. A lot of people do. My people perish for a lack of knowledge. We got to have understanding of how to live in the kingdom. We have to have that understanding. How do I live in the kingdom of God? How do I get my prayers answered? You got to move from your kingdom, this kingdom that we live in here... Um, the world's way of doing, and do what Jesus said. He said, seek ye first, God's way of doing and being right. And then Matthew 6, 33, and then all those things that you need, all the things the world go after world, what they go after will be added to you. So in between where you're doing what he said to do, you're sowing and you're not reaping and you're getting weary and well-doing, you go to him and get a word from him. So you can get excited again. Because, you know, the enemy comes and he tries to get you to doubt. And when he gets you to doubt God, then he can get you angry at God. And then he can even get you to turn away from God. And then all of a sudden, you missed out on your blessing here. You missed out on your calling to go for him, to do for him. And have that hundredfold back. And you also missed out on eternal life. You missed out on representing him. Jesus said that. He said, when you're doing my work, then whatever you ask for, I'm going to give it to you. John 14, 12. I assure you and will solemnly tell you, if anyone steadfastly believes in me, he himself will be able to do the things I do. And he will even do greater things than these because I go to my Father. And I will do, grant, and I will do, I myself will grant whatever you ask in my name as presenting all that I am, so that the Father may be glorified and extolled in through the Son. Yes, I will grant myself, I will do for you whatever you ask in my name as presenting all that I am. So when we live in his kingdom, we're representing him. We're presenting all that he is. We're showing the people who Jesus is. We're drawing them into the kingdom. And when we're drawing them into into the kingdom, we're doing his work, right? He said, you're going to do what I was doing. And even greater, when he lives on the inside of you, he's going to assign you. He's going to send you out, right? Right? He's going to send you out. You're not to carry a purse because he's going to provide for you. Whatever you ask, whatever you ask for. When Jesus was doing his work, he fed 5,000. He fed them. He didn't get a job to do that. He didn't borrow money to do that. He asked his father, whatever you ask your father, he's going to do it. He feeds the birds. Why isn't he going to feed you? Oh, you have little faith, Jesus said. So that is the word I have for you today. Jesus wants wants you to receive from him as representing him. Representing him. Showing him off. (laughs) Showing who he is. That kind of just slipped out. Showing him off. Yeah, show him off. You know, um... Does do like, oh, this bank is better than that bank and this counselor is better than that counselor and um, on and on and on. Jesus, he's the one. Jesus is the one. Someone the other day was complaining that I didn't go to the doctor. I said, I have my own doctor. It's Jesus. I don't need to go to your doctor. I have my doctor. My faith is in him. And when your faith is in him, then he's got a good plan for you, more than you even could think of yourself. So don't get weary in (laughs) well-doing, but you will, at the proper time, receive if you don't give up. If you give up, that's like taking the plant, pulling it out by the roots and throwing it away, say, I give up. Did you ever hear people say that? I quit. I give up. I can't do this anymore. The enemy comes against you and that's why you get that feeling and we don't live by our feelings and you want to quit and give up. But if you keep on seeking, keep on knocking, just keep seeking him for answers. He's going to teach you. Now, you know, when I was asking what I was asking, he had already answered me, but I kept asking, I kept seeking and knocking because I wanted to make sure that was him talking to me. And so he reminded me, yeah, it seems too good to be true. You know, I asked him the plan because a while back he said, ask me the plan. If you ask for wisdom, God gives you all liberally without fault finding, James 1.5. If you're not double-minded, if you don't waver, he's going to tell you things to come. He's going to give you the wisdom that you need to keep going to resist the enemy, resist his thoughts. Corinthians says, take captive every thought into, into the obedience of Christ. We are not to let theories and reasonings, we're not to exalt those things above the true knowledge of God. And when we do, we step outside of the kingdom and then there isn't anything God can do because we, we turned away from him. We denied him. See, there's more to standing before him that day than meets the eye. And we have to get our revelation knowledge, our thoughts, our reasonings from Jesus. You can't think you're ready that day without consulting with him. And we have a list miles and miles to eternity long as to how to be ready. And if you've checked off every one of those things, if you've gone to Jesus and you've checked everything off, then um, good. I haven't checked everything off yet. But Jesus is helping us. He's going to get me there. He's helping me. He's going to get me there. And he's going to get you there too. Don't get weary in doing the thing that he told you to do. At at that proper time, when you've stepped through and stepped through and stepped through and you hadn't backed down, you're going to receive that promise more than you can even think of. It's going to be more than you thought of, more than you know. How much can you grasp? (laughs) That's pretty much what he's saying. Revelation 3.19, he said he corrects those he loves. He's correcting us. He's telling us things to come. He's correcting us. He's showing us. He's instructing us. Because it's not as well that one should perish. Remember, I just thought of when he said so many times, oh, you have little faith. How long should I put up with you? And putting that together with um, Peter three nine, He's long-suffering, waiting for us. It's not as well that one should perish. And so he's just come on, believe me, trust me, I love you. It's not just a prayer that you pray. It's a whole different life that you live. You're getting engaged to be married. And when you say that prayer that we're going to pray, you're engaged with him. You're engaged with him. You, you, You connect with him. You start changing your life to live it his way. You leave that old life behind. He's knocking at the door of your heart. And if you heed his voice, he's going to come and live on the inside of you. If you don't heed his voice, he can't. Because you're not in agreement with him. You're not engaged to him. And so if you want to just, like, if you said that prayer before, but you didn't move in with him, you didn't become engaged with him, then I want to say that prayer with you. If you've never said it before, I want to say that prayer with you. Just ask him. Just ask him with me, Jesus. We want you to correct us, teach us, instruct us. We want to live in your kingdom. We're answering that knock, and we're going to heed your voice. We realize it's just not a prayer, but it's a relationship with you, an intimate relationship where we know your thoughts, where we have the mind of Christ. We're not ignorant of your ways or your thoughts and your plans. We're coming up higher to meet you where you're at, not you coming down to our level. But we're going to come up higher. We're going to do your work. We're going to do the more than we can ask or think work for you. We're going to We're going to do for you and please you. Because we know you just love everyone. You don't want anyone to perish. And that's what your life is about. You care. And so we receive from you today all that you want to give us. We love you. We praise you. We give you all the glory. If you said that prayer, I'd be so excited to know about it. Get on your knees every day. Look at the word. Live in the word. Just jump right in and do what Jesus tells you to do, and he'll do the rest. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Well, Jesus said he has a word for you. So what is it, Jesus? He's saying, yeah, I have more for you than you can even ask or think. Just give me a chance. Don't turn, don't turn away from me. I'm trying to give to you, not take from you, saith the Lord. Thanks so much for listening today. God bless you.